1: Trace for yourself with 25% off at ritual.com slash podcast.
2: This Haberman and Middlecoff segment is brought to you by ease.com and easewellness.com, promo code ham, and mybookie.ag, promo code ham1. That's ham in the numeral one. Download the SeatGeek app, get tickets on SeatGeek, get $10 off when you use the code ham, and go to untuckit.com, promo code ham for 20% off. Now to the segment. Other things going on around the league, the Minshew thing's becoming a little more real now, right? Yeah, He's the I mean, two wins, and and again, it's if like we both watched the game because we were lucky enough to have Broncos Jags here in the Bay Area. It's <laughs> one way to put it. And even yeah. though it
0: was it was a fun second half.
2: Yeah, it was a fun second half. But um, he's in the category of like he's not winning them games, but he is just he is just big time moment is making the plays. He makes right? some winning plays. He makes winning plays. He's a really fun player. There's just no way around it. When you
0: think about it, he's he's been the starting quarterback now for two straight wins. Think about their f- second game. He led them on a game-winning drive, and they went for two, and they didn't get it. But like, So they, they got to be thinking, this guy, we have been in position to win, and we've won two of them for three straight games. You text me like early on, you're like, God, I didn't know Jalen Ramsey wasn't playing. I didn't really either. And then I saw on Twitter, like, because someone had tweeted a couple days ago, like he's still gonna play in the game, even though there were rumors like Friday he was gonna be an inactive. I wonder if they just didn't want to risk it. I, I because there were moments in that game where and this probably speaks to were the Broncos really kind of kicking their ass, or were they just missing their corner? Their backup corner was covering Emmanuel Sanders, and they were just forcing Emmanuel to the bar. This guy, number thirty whenever I see number thirty-seven in your starting corner, I'm like, oh, you had to play a backup. And Jalen's on the you know on the sideline like Emmanuel was working their backup corner, which was a huge kind of wild card in the game. That if Jalen was there, do they get some of their big time drives with Emmanuel Sanders catching multiple passes a drive? A little harder, yeah. I, I I'm telling you guys, I keep an eye on the Jags. I kind of like the Jags and the Bucks. I think are kind of on the come.
2: How about uh, you know we kind of dismissed the Lions as an unbeaten team because they hadn't been really impressive, but. Almost took the Chiefs down. They were taking them down all game long, kind of kicking their ass. They, yeah, they were playing
0: from in front, right? Took the lead, and then Mahomes took them on a basically
2: like a two minute drive to win the game. So what was Where, the deal? Everyone was mad at Patricia for using his timeouts on defense, on the goal so line. So they get to Mahomes on
0: like a fourth and nine midfield, gets it running. They somehow get down he to runs like the for f- it. Runs for and then the next pass, he hits a big pass play, so they get like down to the 10-yard line. Then they get a play down to the 5-yard line, which is a first down, with 30 seconds left. But Andy only has one timeout, and a a field goal ties the game. They're down three. Touchdown, they go up four. So a field goal ties the game. Well, if you start calling, he's going to need that timeout to ensure that if Mahomes gets sacked or something, he can get his field goal unit. So he's not going to use it right away. It's not; it's too risky because the worst case scenario, he just ties the game on the road, right? Patricia, his defense was gassed. called a timeout on first down, right, like right when Mahomes hit it, mm-hmm. so it let Andy kind of take a deep breath, and then worst case, he knows what well, I can run it on this play because we can just have two plays called in the huddle. Well, then he runs it, guy. They stuff him, you know. He gets like two yards. They get to the three. Patricia calls another timeout with like twenty six seconds left. And he only has one timeout, down three, where he is going to have to use it for his field goal kicker. He has to keep it in his back pocket, right? So, it was kind of like the... I was listening to a little bit at the gym this morning, Bill Simmons. Yeah. He's like, Patricia, you saw your goat, your, your apprentice for the man that proved... The time's kind of on your side. They're a little discombobulated. They're going to have to, and even if You're they do about run the Super one Bowl play, against the Super I'm talking Bulls. about the Super Bowl. So let's say Andy does run on first down. Well, still, it's going to be ten seconds for the guy to get up. They're going to have two plays called in the huddle. They're going to take an end. You're kind of still in the advantage. Don't don't use the timeouts. And also, yeah, I just think you have to we're, go all in the there Chiefs,
2: trying to. I was not watching it live did it feel like the Chiefs were discombobulated? Because the story with the Patriots not using their timeouts in the Super Bowl was always that Bill was watching their sideline and felt like they were a little discombobulated.
0: It wasn't about as much discombobulated. Yeah, it was just just a late-game situation, a lot going on. I, I think it was less about, like, Bill legitimately looked over there, everyone was freaking out. This one, I think, everything's happening so fast, and they only had the one timeout. So... To me, it was just more about it limited their options. They were only going to be able to run it once. But when you call two timeouts, he was able to run it both times because they got time to like kind of huddle up with Andy and him go, here's our two plays. So if we do run it, immediately get to the line. They either have something you know, spike it, do whatever, but we're in control. To me, he just – Patricia was in control, and I think Patricia would say our defense was gassed, which I say, okay, fair, but – you do still have somewhat of an advantage where they are if they had two timeouts, then I would get it. Like Andy could call timeouts, you can call timeouts, whatever. You had all three, he had one, you allow them to run it, and they ran it twice. And they didn't get it the first time, Patricia another timeout. Runs it the second time, scores. It's
2: like what the fuck? Well, I mean, it's like the light version of, of letting them score. Right. If you if you're calling the timeouts, it's because you think they're gonna score a touchdown. So you could argue just let them score the touchdown. You keep the timeouts and there's more time on the clock.
0: To me, if he's throwing it, like if he threw it both times when you called timeouts, it'd be like, Yeah, you're probably were gonna get beat anyway, but he just ran like a basic just. You changed the RPO play goals because
2: they realize you're gonna give us
0: another one. One hundred percent. So even Could, Andy. Couldn't I to argue, John, night? what
2: I just said though, that if you're gonna do the timeout thing, you're better off letting them score the touchdown and you keep the timeouts. On the first try. On the first try, let them score. Because you're using the timeouts because you think they're gonna score a touchdown.
0: I you wouldn't do the timeouts, conference. would you? Do the timeouts? Admi- I doubt he admitted that, but yeah, you're probably right. I
2: mean, I you could argue they're doing the timeouts because they're going to tie the game, and then we're going to get a shot. But
0: but, that, but that's back to the Super Bowl. It's been proven in this situation that like it's just a lot going on for any team, even the best teams. Like Pat might try to force something. They're going right. to. You only have so many options. You know, even if your D line's a little exhausted, because I I think his counter would even be before that it was. We're gonna let them score. It was more. My guys were gassed. Like we were shot. They they couldn't breathe. Yeah, which matters. That's legit. But don't you think like at that point in time we like just suck it up for two fucking plays. Yeah, it's a tough way to lose when you were in control the entire game and he basically just leads you on the game winning drive. And, and you, it's one that you lose to him. Like you lose to Michael Jordan or Steph Curry. Remember Steph hit the shot against okay, You tip your hat. To me, you lose with aiding them. That one's hard to stomach to me. Like, if I'm Matt Stafford, I'm like, why did we use a timeout? Now, they still had one left and they got to midfield and they had a pretty good Hail Mary shot. But that's more just because their quarterback's arm is you can throw it from like 800 yards.
2: What'd you think of uh, Saints Cowboys Sunday Night Football? I love that game. I don't need the Saints to score a touchdown. That game was awesome. Same. If, if they had Breeze... Just...
0: I mean, that defense is really good. I thought that Amari? Is that Amari? You know, I mean, it's just... Physical guys get into him a little bit. Now, he got called on a couple questionable P.I. calls. I thought, I thought it was just an intense, high-level, star-studded game. I'm getting texts from my buddies in the NFL, like, this game's pretty intense. I'm like, fuck yeah, it is. Just feels big. Kamara's sweet. Zeke's sweet. Dak's sweet. Teddy's a backup now, but he's still famous sweet. You know, I mean, Sean Payton. It's just... You see the video clip of Jerry the night before, wasted, stumbling across Bourbon Street? No. Just from a... Yeah, he was just walking down Bourbon Street, like, Saturday night, midnight, and then the Cowboy fans everywhere chanting, Jerry! Jerry! And he's kind of stumbling. I mean, it's just, you can't make the shit up. The game was awesome. I gotta find it here real quick. More people care about football in Louisiana. I think that's just... That's just what we've learned,
2: you know, over the years. LSU football, Saints football just mean more. Could I argue watching the Cowboys though that just to make Amari as valuable as he can be, they just they need to find another they need another receiver or tight Please. end. Just you know what he is, catcher. guy,
0: at the end of the day, he's a he's an elite number 2. I think that's what he is. Is is he a number one? Do, do, like a game like last night has to have Jerry thinking like, is he worth you know twenty million dollars? If we're gonna pay Dak all this money, though, we need him for Dak. Like Amari, couldn't we pay like fifteen?
2: But yeah, that's just, I just the nature I, of the beast. I just look at him and think, okay, who else is catching passes for them? Jason Witten. Well, get Gallup's hurt. Randall Cobb.
0: Yeah, get Gallup's hurt. To me, oh, Gallup yeah. is a legitimate guy. Witten had a bad, bad fumble. Yeah, he had a nice
2: catch late that. though.
0: He's still a serviceable player, and the Blake Jarwin's not bad. Like, who would you rather have right now for the next five years, Amari Cooper or Michael Thomas?
2: Um, Michael Thomas.
0: Well, that's that's the thing I think you shake your head because you're like, God, Amari, you're so much – you're not – you're just so much faster than him. But that guy, I can just go to war with Michael Thomas. Like, I can just send guys at him, and he'll just bounce off. He'll make contested catches. And that's, to me, the difference of why you feel good about paying Michael Thomas. Like, you feel good about paying Amari, but you're, there's still going to be some matchups where you're like, Ugh. I know no matter what Michael Thomas can make me big plays in big games. Like, Amari, am I 100% sure he will? Like, last night's a good example. Marcus Lattimore is an elite corner. I know he's. they, they were saying last night he's had an up-and-down year. I mean, he's proven. Right. He's been one of the better corners in the league for the last couple of years. He's like a a young Tlaib. He's a physical... Ball skills, make plays, get after guys' ass. I think anytime that's your kind of deal, it's hard to just have like seven straight years of elite play. <laughs> You're like, God, I'm, I, I can't be so pissed off today. It's just hard to maintain that edge. Like, I, I'm kind of happy today. You know, I, I got laid. My kid's healthy. I just got my direct deposit. I'm not angry today. It's like, how am I supposed to play angry? That's what is like. Sherman was tweeting about like, put some respect on my name. Like I was like, damn, Richard kind of mad. He's like, check my QBR against me. Like Richard's on one today. Because I, I, what I think happens if you're Richard, you're at home, right? You and your fiance. Maybe he's married now. Maybe she's out of town. He could be by himself and just flips on the TV. And a lot of these announcers are like, is
2: Marcus Lattimore the best corner in the game? Like you start hearing that, you're like, what the fuck? You never hear that during the season. Uh, if you're him, how many you just don't get that many days to sit around and watch football? It's probably you probably love it if you love football,
0: it, yeah, which he does. It's really because even a Monday night football game, you have a walk through Monday morning. Then you probably eat lunch with the team. Then you get out of there. Maybe you go on a walk with your wife. You're not super just locked. like yesterday. He'd had Friday, Saturday, Sunday off. He would just kind of in the zone of like, God, this is pretty good living but then it's good living until you start hearing some of these announcers like I've heard people call three different guys the best corner in the league they didn't mention my name once like because you notice like when it was like 11 o'clock he was just tweeting lightly like this guy you know doing a good job you got to be careful with this by about midday like 2.30 he was pissed he started tweeting out his own stats like yeah this is a Richard I know you know because again like he's so rich so famous and he's just trying to win now you're not consumed by the anger But if you just sit in it, and yesterday he's on social media, you're just watching the games, it can consume you. And that's who Richard is. Like, he does have an edge. It's just harder to get out when you've made $80 million, you know. And, And you don't hear it every day.
2: It's hard to play cornerback in this league. One catch given up, and all of a sudden you are having a bad game. That's why it's so funny to hear elite thrown around so loosely. Show me your elite numbers. Year after year after year, that's elite. My numbers back it up over my career. 48% 48% completion percentage for my career. Not one year, not two years, career. Show me who else is doing that. Just a lot of flashes. I saw a lot of, like,
0: ex-players that were like, I feel you, Rich. I see you, sure You know, because obviously other players that are playing, like, no current guys are quoting this. They're all on the field or warming up for next games, you know, or, like, in transit to their game. He's just kind of on an island tweeted about it. But again, he's so famous that like he is Richard Sherman, so he's tweeting about it. I just think he consumed a lot of football yesterday. It's one thing to consume it. Like I, the, I don't think the casual fan quite comes to grips. They don't watch a game like you and I watch a game because they don't hear announcers. So you get to hear these narratives right. of these announcers, and it starts. Richard's like, "You're saying me that wide receiver is the best in the league? What the fuck are you guys talking about?" Right. And the the NBA. For example, you see it more because you watch other games on TV. NFL players don't watch other games on television. When you hear "quote unquote" they're watching film, it's they're, they're like 1920 movies. They're silent films. It's just the coach with the clicker screaming at you, Rich Gannon lines while they're while they're hitting rewind and <laughs> forward. <laughs> there is no like Al Michaels chiming in with his his thoughts. So great. Okay.
2: Anything well. else? Josh Allen, Pats. Chuck Pagano, Matt Nagy dropping bombs in the locker room. Yeah,
0: Trubisky's out this week against the Raiders. Not that I don't know if that's going to happen. Yeah. Me, mean that much. Bills Lon- Pats. That game's
2: in London, huh, John. If you're aware.
0: Yeah, well, <laughs> Bills Pats War Zone. How about Kyle Allen's two and zero starting quarterback? And say what you want, beats Arizona Cardinals. Yeah, I mean, we, I think that every time that a team's like defining win that they, their best stats are like, well, is the Cardinals or the Dolphins? They didn't just beat the Texans in Houston. It's one of the better, you know, kind of upsets yesterday. I'm like, yeah. whoa, didn't see that one coming. Yeah,
2: I think, it, you know, this time of year, we've written teams off and they're not ready to quit yet. And that would qualify as one.
0: Plus, guy, how do you write them off when they have, like, Christian McCaffrey's one of the best players in the league. Right. Luke Keekley, if you heard Deshaun doing his little hand thing, that guy dominates. Uh, DJ Moore is a really good player. Like, they, I think part of the frustrating part about Cam was this isn't just some random ass team. Like, we have, we've hit on some draft picks here, Cam. We need you to. Can this maintain? Because I, you beat the Texans in Houston. Even if the Texans aren't a twelve-win team, that's still pretty impressive. They're probably nine or ten wins, right? That's they might be. They might have some. I don't know if it's a fluke, like Danny Dimes. Tampa was win was good, but yesterday he beat the Redskins. Like what? Do I, and he threw multiple picks.
2: Yeah. I'm glad Dwayne Haskins is getting his burn, though. He did throw a pick six yesterday, didn't he? He threw a pick down the sideline that I saw contested. I gave his guy a chance to make a play. There was reports that John, that Jay
0: was not going to make it till the end of today.
2: Okay, well but today's still active.
0: Yeah. Wouldn't you say it would be a crime against humanity if Dan Snyder didn't name Jimmy T the the interim? <laughs> I saw him
2: the other day on the
0: sideline. and I was like, oh
2: yeah. Would Jay? How fast would Jay Gruden become a Raider assistant?
0: Doesn't it feel, though, like Jay's at the point where he just might take the rest of the year off? Like, he's pretty worn. He's really going to come to the Raiders. I know it's his brother, but... Just be an analyst, you know? If you are Jay, wouldn't you just, like, go to Cabo or something for, like, a couple of weeks? I don't know.
1: <laughs> I don't know. Did you know a 2018 study showed half of prenatal vitamins tested had unacceptable levels of heavy metals? I'm Kat, mother of three and founder of Ritual. When I was four months pregnant, I couldn't find a prenatal I could trust, so I created my own. Ours is made traceable, third-party tested for heavy metals, and recently earned the Purity Award from the Clean Label Project. But don't just take my word for it. Get 25% off at virtual.com slash podcast. Save big on Brunch for Mom, all in the Kroger app.